Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where history comes alive with a digital twist. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're diving into one of the most pivotal battles in history, the Battle of Gorgamela. Ah, the clash of titans Alexander the Great and Darius III. Before we charge into battle, a quick shout out to our listeners. Please rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. Your five-star reviews help us reach more history buffs like you. And don't forget, we have some cool history AI merchandise now. Check out the link in the show notes. And as a thank you to our listeners, we're offering a 10% discount on your first purchase. Just use the code the History AI Podcast, all one word, at checkout. Let's set our time machine to 331 BCE. The world is vastly different from what we know today. Great empires and small kingdoms coexist in a delicate balance of power. The Persian Empire, a behemoth stretching from the Balkans to the Indus Valley, is the dominant power. Its influence is everywhere, in culture, trade, and military might. In the West, a new power is rising. Macedonia, under the leadership of Alexander the Great, is not just challenging the old order, but aggressively reshaping it. Alexander, son of Philip II, has already proven himself. He's not just a king, he's a military prodigy. By the age of 30, he's conquered most of the Greek city-states and set his sights on the Persian Empire. And let's not forget the geopolitical chessboard. Greece, with its seasoned warriors and philosophers, is in turmoil, recovering from years of internal conflict. Meanwhile, in Persia, Darius III, the king of kings, is dealing with internal dissent and the threat of this young Macedonian conqueror. The stage is set. It's not just a clash of armies, it's a collision of cultures, ideologies, and ambitions. And all of this is happening in a world where information travels as fast as a horse can run, where strategies are drawn in sand and where the fate of thousands is decided in a single day of battle. That day, the Battle of Gorgamela, will not just determine the fate of Alexander and Darius, but will echo through history for millennia to come. To fully grasp the significance of Gorgamela, we need to rewind a bit. Alexander's campaign against Persia didn't start on a whim. It was a blend of personal ambition and a Greek desire for revenge against Persian invasions of the past. After securing his position in Greece and crushing the resistance in the Balkans, Alexander crossed into Asia Minor in 334 BCE. His victories at Granicus and then at Issus were like shockwaves. Absolutely Chuck. By the time of Gorgamela, Alexander had not only seized control of Asia Minor, but also Egypt, where he was welcomed as a liberator and crowned as a pharaoh. On the Persian side, Darius III had already faced the sting of defeat at Issus. He couldn't afford another loss. He needed a decisive victory to maintain his empire and his credibility. That's why Darius chose Gorgamela for the battle. It was near the Tigris River, on a wide plain that could accommodate his larger army and his chariots. He even had the battlefield level to give his chariots an advantage. It was a strategic masterstroke in theory. Darius was counting on his numerical superiority and the might of his chariots to overwhelm Alexander's smaller forces. Meanwhile, Alexander, Ever the meticulous planner, spent months preparing. He gathered intelligence, secured alliances with local tribes, and trained his army for the kind of open field battle that Darius was proposing. Right, and let's not forget the psychological aspect. 
Alexander's string of victories had boosted the morale of his men, while the Persians, despite their numbers, were under immense pressure to stop this Macedonian juggernaut. All these factors simmered as both empires converged at Gorgamela. It was more than a battle, it was the culmination of years of tension, strategy, and ambition. And as dawn broke on that fateful day, two of history's most iconic figures, Alexander and Darius, were about to etch their names into eternity. The leaders of these opposing forces couldn't be more different. Alexander the Great, young, charismatic, and a brilliant military mind. A student of Aristotle he's not just a warrior, but a philosopher king. And his army reflected his character. Highly disciplined, loyal, and innovative. The core was the Macedonian phalanx, armed with their sorry sauce, long spears that gave them an edge in close combat. Don't forget the companion cavalry, Alexander's elite unit. They were crucial in his blitzkrieg tactics, often delivering the decisive blow. Contrast that with Darius III. He's seen more as an administrator than a warrior. He inherited an empire, but not necessarily the absolute loyalty of his diverse subjects. His army, though larger, was a mix of different cultures and fighting styles. Persian immortals, Indian war elephants, Greek mercenaries, and Bactrian cavalry. It's like a United Nations of ancient armies. But this diversity was both a strength and a weakness. They had varying levels of commitment and fighting techniques, which could be hard to harmonize in battle. Leadership style also played a key role. Alexander led from the front, fighting alongside his men. This was a huge morale booster. Darius on the other hand, commanded from a chariot behind his troops. Standard for Persian kings, but it didn't inspire the same level of personal loyalty among his soldiers. Absolutely Chuck. And let's not forget the numbers game. Darius's army was significantly larger, some estimates put it as high as 250,000, compared to Alexander's 47,000. But as we know in military history, numbers aren't everything. Training, morale, and leadership often tip the scales. This contrast set the stage for what was to be a clash of not just armies, but of leadership philosophies, military tactics, and the will of two empires. The Battle of Gorgamela, on October 1, 331 BCE, is a masterclass in military tactics. Let's break it down. The battle began at dawn. Darius had his troops spread out across the plain in a classic formation, with infantry in the center and cavalry on the wings. His plan was to use his numerical superiority to envelope Alexander's forces. He also had those infamous side chariots, designed to break enemy lines. Alexander, however, had a different idea. He arranged his phalanx in the center, with heavy cavalry on the right and light cavalry on the left. His strategy relied on flexibility and the element of surprise. The battle opened with Darius launching his chariots. But Alexander's troops were prepared. They opened their ranks, creating lanes, effectively neutralizing the chariot charge. Meanwhile, Alexander led his companion cavalry in an oblique march towards the right, seemingly moving away from the center. This was brilliant. He was tempting Darius to strike his moving flank, creating gaps in the Persian front line. Darius took the bait. He ordered his left flank to chase after Alexander, disrupting his own battle line. That's when Alexander turned sharply and charged into the gap, aiming straight for Darius. This move was a game-changer. It caused panic in the Persian ranks. They weren't just fighting an army, they were fighting a tactical genius. As Alexander charged, a fierce battle ensued. 
the Macedonian phalanx pushed forward against the Persian infantry. On the left, Alexander's left flank, under Parmenian, was holding its own but was under intense pressure from the Persian cavalry. Back in the center, Darius, in his war chariot, realized his army was in disarray. Seeing Alexander charging towards him, he made a critical decision. He fled. And in the ancient world, when the king flees, the battle is over. Alexander, seeing the Persian army collapsing, wanted to pursue Darius but was called back to rescue his left flank, which was still under heavy pressure. This move showed Alexander's loyalty to his men and his strategic awareness. The battle was a decisive victory for Alexander. His use of terrain, tactical flexibility, and his ability to exploit the enemy's weaknesses were unparalleled. Gorgamela wasn't just a victory on the battlefield, it was a triumph of strategy, leadership, and courage. The Battle of Gorgamela was not just a strategic masterpiece but a canvas for individual acts of heroism. Let's highlight some of the heroes and their stories. First and foremost, Alexander himself. His leadership, courage, and tactical genius were on full display. He led the charge against Darius, cutting through the Persian lines and causing chaos in their ranks. Alexander's heroics were not just about bravery but also about his bond with his men. He fought alongside his companion cavalry, sharing the risks and glories of the battlefield. Then there's Parmenian, Alexander's trusted general. He commanded the left flank and held it against overwhelming odds, ensuring that Alexander's flank maneuvers succeeded. Absolutely Chuck! Parmenian's steady leadership under pressure was crucial. He maintained cohesion on the left, despite being heavily outnumbered. Let's not forget about the Macedonian phalanx. These soldiers, with their long sarisas formed an impenetrable wall of spears, a formation that held firm against the Persian onslaught. Their discipline and training were the backbone of Alexander's army. Each phalanx soldier was a hero in his own right, maintaining formation and fighting with unwavering determination. And we must mention the elite Agrianian infantry. Known for their agility and fighting skills, they played a key role in supporting Alexander's decisive charge. Then there's the story of the Royal Squadron of the Companion Cavalry. They were at the forefront of the charge led by Alexander, directly targeting Darius and causing the Persian line to break. Their bravery was the stuff of legends. They didn't just follow Alexander into battle, they shared his vision of a new world order. These heroes and their stories exemplify the courage, loyalty, and martial skill that turned the tide at Gorgamela. It was not just a battle won by strategy alone, but also by the valor of those who fought it. The aftermath of Gorgamela was monumental, both in terms of human cost and historical impact. Let's start with the casualties. The exact numbers are debated, but it's clear the toll was heavy, especially on the Persian side. Some ancient sources suggest tens of thousands of Persian soldiers were killed. In contrast, Alexander's forces suffered fewer casualties, thanks to their superior tactics and discipline. However, every loss was a blow to this tight-linnet army. The death toll tells only part of the story. The psychological impact on the surviving Persian troops and civilians was profound. Absolutely Chuck. The defeat shattered the myth of Persian invincibility. It caused a seismic shift in the balance of power in the ancient world. For Darius, it was a catastrophic blow. His flight from the battlefield marked the beginning of the end of his reign. He was later killed by his own generals. And for Alexander, Gorgamela was the crowning achievement of his military career. It paved the way for the complete conquest of the Persian Empire.
the victory at Gargamela also showed the world the might of Macedonian military power and the genius of Alexander as a military commander. This battle reshaped not just the map, but also the cultural and political landscape of the era. It marked the rise of Hellenistic influence across the former Persian territories. The repercussions were long-lasting. The blending of Greek and Persian cultures under Alexander's empire laid the foundations for the Hellenistic world, influencing art, architecture, and philosophy for centuries. In essence, the Battle of Gorgamela was more than a military victory. It was a pivotal moment that reshaped the course of history. The Battle of Gorgamela was not just a decisive military victory, it fundamentally changed the ancient world. Let's unpack its lasting impact. First and foremost, the battle marked the end of the Persian Empire, one of the most powerful empires of the ancient world. It paved the way for the rise of a new era under Alexander. Alexander's victory at Gorgamela accelerated the spread of Greek culture and ideas throughout the known world. This period, known as the Hellenistic Age, was characterized by an incredible fusion of Greek and Eastern cultures. Absolutely Marco. Cities founded by Alexander, like Alexandria in Egypt, became melting pots of Greek, Egyptian, Persian, and later, Roman cultures. The battle also had a profound impact on military tactics and strategy. Alexander's maneuvers and use of terrain at Gorgamela became case studies for military leaders for centuries to come. It showed the effectiveness of a well-trained, professional army over a larger, but less cohesive force. The success of the Macedonian phalanx and companion cavalry influenced military formations for generations. On a political level, Gorgamela shifted the power dynamics in the Mediterranean and Near East. It allowed for the expansion of Greek influence into Asia and created a power vacuum in the West that would later be filled by Rome. And let's not forget the impact on trade and economics. The merging of East and West under Alexander's empire led to an incredible increase in trade, spreading goods, ideas, and technology across a vast area. In the realm of art and science, the Hellenistic period saw a flowering of innovation and creativity, spurred by this fusion of cultures. Think of the Library of Alexandria and the advances in mathematics, astronomy, and philosophy. Gargamela's impact was felt not just in its immediate aftermath, but set the stage for the cultural and political development of the Mediterranean and Near Eastern regions for centuries. Indeed Chuck. The Battle of Gorgamela was more than a clash of armies. It was a catalyst that transformed the ancient world in ways that still resonate today. As always, a big thank you to our listeners. Your support means the world to us. Remember to rate, subscribe, and share. A five-star review helps this podcast grow. And we love hearing from you. Suggest topics through our social media channels. Don't forget to check out our merchandise. The link is in the show notes. Until next time, keep making history. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The Starting Line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.